Hello, hello, hello. This art is spooky. Jeez, I just snuck up on you. I just happened to be running a podcast here. No big deal. It's me, Matt O'Brien, from the popular podcast, Is This What You Want? Great to be here. I hope you're great to be wherever you are as well. I'll tell you who else is also great to be here. My co-host, my lover, my passion. Julia Ladkowitz is here as well. I'm your passion? My passionate woman. Oh my gosh. What passions do you have in life? My wife. My wife. My I wife love. is my passion. That's not, you know, some people say that. Sure. You know, family people, they're like, my family's my passion. My dog's my passion. My dog is my passion. My job is my passion. You I'm say your job's your passion? Passion. You're, you're passionate about your... <laughs> you just said the word passion again. <laughs> you just looked up and went, passion. <laughs> what is passion? Passion of the Christ. Um... The word passion, the more I say it, passion, 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 passion. Uh, there should be an S-H in there, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, like P-A-S-H-E-N. Posh. Passion. Yeah. Yeah, I got passion. I got fucking passion. <laughs> uh, passion fruit is well, maybe one of my favorite flavors on earth. I agree with that. And, and, that, and that, that kicked in late for me. I didn't know of passion fruit's existence until... Actually, that's a lie. Growing up, I thought passion fruit was created by uh, uh, big industry. <laughs> yeah. When I saw passion fruit, I thought that was created by because I think Fruitopia back in the day had yeah. like a passion fruit. I thought, yeah, I thought it was just like a melange of like fake flavors, like sexy fruit, passionate, yeah, romantic, yeah, yeah. beautiful fruit vibrating across a dance floor. I remember the first time I ate passion fruit. I was in the Dominican Republic, and wow. they had this beautiful fruit spreads and they just have half passion fruits everywhere and then a little bowl of honey so you take the passion fruits and you squeeze squeeze some honey on it yeah and you eat them and i was like man this is good it's a bit snotty not to ruin passion fruit but the first time i had it i'm like oh it's like a seedy snot that's amazing well yeah it's a magical snot it's a magical seedy snot um yeah. and it's a beautiful color and the seeds are almost the main event it tastes great but then you're like seeds uh-oh but then you crunch in them you're like hello because at first you're like well how am i supposed to eat this with the seeds but then you eat the seeds and you're like oh that's it's all part of it something to do within the snot yeah it's a snot seed and yeah. uh, snot seed sounds like nazi we don't like that snots valley uh, snots very farm, farm. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure that's been done before maybe, berry farm? maybe canadians don't know about knott's berry farm we still haven't been there no apparently it's all right well yeah, my understanding is that it's a amusement park in California here, but they have pie. <laughs> do they have pie or do they have like berry fields where you can go strawberry picking? I think they have it all. I think they have roller coasters and rides and then certain types of year they're like, it's boysenberry season. Yeah, I'm picturing like berry fields. I'm also picturing like ducks and like a, like a white goose sort of ambling around, maybe yeah. some tiny ponies. I mean, it's a farm. They should have farm related... Uh, yeah, creatures. I, think, I think they have like a like a haunted hayride over Halloween. They should have a guy, an old man, on a front porch, slowly petting and polishing a shotgun, staring at you. I don't saying know. Saying you're yelling from around here. Why you'd want that? Yeah, I mean, because I want the authentic farm experience. Well, we've been to different farms, I suppose. Yeah, I guess the farm town I grew up in wasn't so much guns, but was also like just dirty people. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a, a great tourist destination. But I was um, a dirty kid too. I was a dirty little farm kid. Yeah, you were. You're I was all filthy. Your twigs. I, I'm just picturing you because you were so thin. So you're just this thin little dusty twig. I was dusty. I had like my knees were always scuffed up. My knees were always scuffed up too. I still have scars on my knees because I would yeah. just ram ramshackle around town and then just trip and fall. Also, I had calluses like as a kid because I was you know baling hay and whatnot. Sure. Um, speaking about Balin Hay, uh, wow, this is not a segue at all. Mm-mm. Hello, everybody. Like Matt said, this is uh, Is This What You Want with Matt and Julia, the podcast where we figure out what you want and uh, just kind of talk about our week. And if you like it, great. If you don't, also, uh, watch the title else. of this podcast is um, also directed at us. Is this what we want? We don't even know what we want from this podcast. So no. it's really a. That's what you're getting when you tune in every week. It's uh, ever you're, changing. You're like, are th- what are they doing? What do they want? What do I want? What does anyone want these days? And guess what? Uh, we're we're trying to figure that out. Yeah. Because what people do want lately, actually, this is a, a big thing this week, is they want a fucking strike. I'll tell you. Oh, this, this is strike yes. season. Everyone's in their strike era right now. The WGA Writers Guild of America is yes. on strike. Wait, when we last podcasted, were they not on strike yet? I think we were talking that they were going to go on they strike. They were probably approaching it, but now they're full-blown. Drove by them today, gave them a few honks. Yep. Honk and a thumb. Honk and a thumb. So I've done my part. And we, and we are going to protest um, and, and or picket or whatever. I've been calling it protesting as well, Protest. but that's not... We are going to... Str- str- uh, we're... Yeah. We're going to rage against it. the We're machine. We're going to pick it. Um, we'll get to that in a bit, why we have not done that yet, which is, ugh, it's very stupid. So we'll have to wait for the segment. Well, that was stupid. Sweetly. But um, yeah, and apologies for not podcasting last week. Like we said, Matt was in Winnipeg and yeah. I was going to try to podcast on my own. And I will say, because my friend Casey was in town and I was like, Casey, so on Thursday, we're going to podcast. And she's like, what? And I was like, you and I are going to podcast. And she said, absolutely not. Yeah, you forget because she's a normal person, not she an entertainment type. And you forget that normal people are just like, I don't want that. I don't want to be publicly yeah. uh, And she's there. just like, I won't know what to say. I'm like, well, I'll drive the podcast. I'll ask you questions and whatever. And yeah. she's like, ah. she did help me with a self-tape, though, which is great. That'd be a fun podcast idea if you wanted to start a spinoff. Normie and Goofy and you just have a normal person on yeah. that doesn't know how to be on a podcast. Normie and Showbiz. Yeah. <laughs> showbiz and Normie. I like Showbiz and Normie. Yeah. And you're just driving the whole podcast. Well, but maybe, maybe. What? Well, I was going to say, but but Normies are usually more funny. Well, here. Because they ain't trying very hard. Normies are accidentally funny because, yeah, they're not looking for the bit. Um, I mean, some Normies are uh, Borsies, but. Wow. Um, Maybe because we are looking into, we need to get another mic because we do want to have a segment where we have a a guest on. person? Like, yeah. So once in a while we'll have like a a celeb friend on um, perhaps, but it would be fun that once in a while we just introduce like a segment that comes in every few episodes called Showbiz and Normie. And for like, you know, 10 minutes we have a little interview with some sort of normal person. Technically, we do not even need a third mic. And I. this is something that I just realized right now is I've done so many podcasts over Zoom. Yeah. And they're just like recorded on your end. Send me the file. And it sounds oh, exactly, exactly the same. Because they don't even need to be. They don't need to be here. here. We uh, live in a different era. Let's honestly, I'm putting some feelers out and we're doing that. Let's get a guest. We're going to get a guest. Let's get a fucking guest. We're, we're over 100 episodes in. We've not had one guest. Maybe your dad from the background of our pandemic episodes. Maybe. Can you guys keep it down? Oh, Ed, you still, you still listen to our podcast. I don't think he does anymore. He definitely does. 
He's secretly listening. Ed, I know you're listening. Hi, Ed. With your with your little ears. The little ears. He has regular size. <laughs> no, he's ears. got regular size man ears. I feel like he has good ears. I feel he's like I, a, I come from a family of good ears. Yeah, he's very proportionate. He's a good shape. Uh, he's fit as a fiddle. If you had to ask me, like my favorite body part of your dad's? No, of mine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what? No. What on your dad's body is your favorite? You get no, to pick one part. On my body, my I have great ears. You got great. I have. They're a nice size, not too big, not too small, just the size of Montreal. I know. I wish I was an ear perv because then I'd be all over those things. I mean, unless like, but I feel like ear pervs like a like a funky ear. They yeah. want like a cleft ear, or they want like a big ear, or like a real tiny one. You don't hear about ear pervs, but they for sure exist. They must. Oh, yeah. Well, we were hanging out with our friend uh, Amanda Clapham, who is a uh, British soap star. Yes. No big deal. And because uh, we were talking about, I have feet people. I get feet yes. guys. We you get you get feet people every now and then. That's a common. Uh, type of, uh, of foot. Uh, I, w- I want to say perv to you know. Not perversion, but um, um, um a, a, a fetish, a, a fetish, a niche. Yes, it is a common fetish. A footish, course, sure. <laughs> uh, but she says she gets belly button people. I've not heard of belly button. Yes, people. she has belly button people. And also, we were talking about. I was like, has anybody ever, you know, posted like a weird picture of you, or like, have you been in any tabloids and stuff? And she used to be in like the Daily Mail. Yeah, because they filmed in a small town like up north in England and she's like it was such a small town so you go anywhere and you're like famous and the the tabloids would write about you and it was just crazy but she was talking about she's like I will never look at it but friends will be like oh I saw you like deep faked into something she's like I don't want to even see that see this is the horrors of AI yeah is being deep faked into pornos and whatnot and not being able to uh, believe what the hell you're seeing anymore that should be illegal If, if you take someone's face and you put it into a situation like like a sexual situation or oh, whatever it's like why that why is that allowed that is like a, a type of assault it is yeah it's like i mean it's not you but it is you but it's your image this is this is the world we're living in this is why people are on strike because they're trying to figure out how to better smooth this stuff over because it's a real wild west out there of ai right now it's, i don't know what's i going never on. yeah again we talked about this a few weeks ago where like i didn't think that this was going to be the the ai battle but yeah it is it's becoming really real and it's scary and uh, it'll be interesting to see what shakes out. But thank God we have stuff to get us through these hard times like Chappie Hour. Happy Chappie Hour, everybody. Happy Chappie Hour, everyone. The only happy hour dedicated to the worst robot movie of all time, uh, Chappie, which, you know, is technically AI. So it's all come full circle to yeah. AI. He, it's a movie about AI. He becomes uh, aware and then he starts rapping, I believe, at one point. Or no, he wears like a gold chain. So it's uh, it's come full circle. But uh, Julia's still not seeing the movie, and I have not. We are, are approaching a time where we will be living the movie soon. Exactly. We are currently in the movie Chappie with all this AI. I'm talk. just gonna be going around to everybody, being like, "Are you Chappie? Are you Chappie? Am I Chappie?" This is talking about like movies and stuff. I was gonna, I was really high last night trying to tweet something about this, but because. All the movies about AI and humans battling AI, it's always like a, a gun battle. Mm-hmm. And they're always like, uh, there's a war and there's... What if bat- it's a rap battle? Battles. Well, <laughs> right now, it's a battle of just Hollywood people striking. Yeah. It's literally the war against AI right now, but it's nerds being like, nah, I don't want this. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Did we? Yeah. Well, it's still going on. Still going on. Um, but thank God for Chappie Hour. And uh, we are chapping a, a delicious Sauvignon Blanc. I haven't had this one before, actually. It's buttery. It's called 
uh, I wouldn't say it's buttery, but it's smooth. <laughs> it doesn't taste as much like it doesn't taste like your uh, classic Sauvignon Blanc. This it's, ain't your grandma's Sauvignon Blanc. It's called Tribute Sauvignon Blanc 2021. I remember uh, I got it at Costco and it um, it's had like 91 points on whatever. Yeah. You know what? Where the we fuck see those points, but we don't know what the points are. Yeah, it's like James Suckling suckled There's this wine. A lot of so James hard. Suckling. Oh yeah. yeah, Suckling loves a wine. Okay, so the back of this says 40 years ago, driven by grit, strength, and an incredible bond. A family transformed a wild mountainside into a thriving winery. This wine honors that journey and <laughs> the bond. Read that the whole label. <laughs> I love reading it. Uh, and it's certified sustainably grown. And I don't know where it's from. Okay. Why well, can't I see? Nowhere. It went But James somewhere. Suckling likes this? I don't know. So it had a point system on it somewhere. How do, I, how do we become a James Suckling? Do we just have to make the right stickers? And then we just be like, you know what? I like this wine. And then they put the... Should we do that? Should we just make our own stickers and come up with an alias called like Mart Wine Lips and then just get... <laughs> no one's drinking a bottle of wine that Mart Wine Lips enjoys. Oh, everybody likes James Suckling. And we just get stickers made and then we casually go to wine places and just stick it on and see if people are like, oh, my Mart Wine Lips. And it's just Mart a Photoshop me with giant red lips. And look, I love the day I... I, I think we do. I think wine. that's illegal. Uh, it's a type of vandalism, I imagine. Mm. You're vandalizing product, and then worst worst case scenario, you got to buy that product that you vandalized. Um, That's not bad. No, it's a fine wine. It's it's a hot one today, so it's nice to have a crisp white wine in the evening. Because it's also what time is it right now? It's Don't five? touch me with your sweaty feet. There's no, First no of all, worse, your feet are sweatier than mine. No worse feeling in the world. It's five thirty nine p.m. and it's bright as bright as a, a bastard out there. It's literally a, a perfect chappy hour time yeah i will say we have been um sharing a bunch of uh chappy memes to each other matt sent me this one the other day um so it's someone on twitter and his twitter handle is viney viney vinyly v-i-n-e-y-i-l-l-e and so in in brackets it says whispering to a date while watching chappy when chappy first appears on the screen that's chappy <laughs> anyway you'd have to read it it's very it, it's funnier to read i um, will i will be sharing these memes that we've been sharing with each other on our instagram i'd like at, to think is we, this what you want podcast i like to think we inspired these chappy memes because uh who else is talking about chappy this much i think one person listened to our podcast this is what i like to think and then they went this is chappy's a funny thing to like that's like that's how I felt about Frasier. The first time we started watching Frasier, I was like, no one's really watching Frasier. It's kind of funny and goofy to really like this show. Yeah. But then I started genuinely really enjoying it and loving it. I always genuinely loved it. Yeah. That's where I'm at with Costco right now. I think it's goofy to like it a lot. I do love it. But I'm slowly... Having done a week of shows with hard Costco material, I did seven shows last week, almost almost an hour each show. And I'm like, you know what? Take a break from Costco for a bit. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, I've i exhausted that uh, uh, fountain for a bit, I think. But we did go to Costco the other day, and that was nice. I did like it. Well, here's the thing is I was in Winnipeg at Rumors Comedy Club, which is a great comedy club. Shout out to the staff. <laughs> they were fantastic. Are they, they listening? I don't know. Maybe. Did you plug our podcast at all? I think I mentioned it to a few people. Because they're like, like not you didn't have the host mention on stage or anything. No, uh, people, you gotta do this. This is why I we're not know. growing our viewership. You twit. But they can look up my name. They can be like Matt O'Brien, and then this shows up attached to my name. No, so, um, people need things spoon fed. Listen, if you're in Winnipeg listening to this podcast, please let me know. Um, where was I going with that? But the club was great. 
they they uh, had me go out for radio interviews, which was exciting. Mm-hmm. Even even though you're like, uh, is anyone even listening to this? Who cares? It's fun. It's nice to be out there. A couple of the radio interviews were great. There was a one a couple that did great research and they knew exactly who I was. And then I did this country station, and uh, I went in there and they were the the bookers like, listen, they're not going to know anything about you. And I'm like, they might. I'm sure they'll know at least my name. But I walked in there and they were like, who are you and what do you do? You should have just been like, I'm a clown sent to kill you. Yeah, I'm literally <laughs> here to murder both of you. So heads up because you're gonna die. I'm ready to go. kill. Yeah, you start playing a tiny trumpet. <laughs> I'm here to kill you. Um, but what I was saying is, uh, yeah, it was it was a wild. Week but you of, you you walked to a Costco. I think that's where you were going. That's where I was going. Um, and I walked. First of all, I did uh, document this journey slightly. It was like an hour and twenty minute walk. And it's one of those things you've been on tour where you're like, yes. you're in the middle of the, in the middle of the day, you're like, I got nothing going on, whatever. I can walk an hour, 20 minutes. What else am I doing? I had to walk through these woods. <laughs> I walked through this, this uh, field into the woods and it was very secluded. And then I stumbled upon this like a uh, native uh, 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 exhibit. There was like these teepees and there was a bunch of cool shit. And then the path kind of diverted into just raw bush. Because you weren't supposed to be there. Because you were not supposed to be there. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I realized I was not supposed to be there. But it was like I could either go around the road an extra 40 minutes or I could cut through here 10 minutes right. to Costco. So I'll, uh, I will blaze a trail for 10 minutes. Blazed a trail, cut through a construction site. But a bunch of construction guys yelled at me. Didn't know who the fuck I was. Some weird Bushman Sasquatch coming out of yeah. nowhere. Got into Costco. It was beautiful. It did was, you buy anything? I did not. I could. I was overwhelmed. There was too much. Oh my gosh! It's it's hard to be like I will buy one thing because even that thing was huge. I brought right. my backpack with me, and they did have giant bags of spicy ketchup chips. Oh my god! Like Miss Vicky's spicy ketchup chips, Mott. which are so they're so big, but it, it would have fit my whole suitcase would have been spicy ketchup chips. No, you would have just carried it on like a baby. I know. I oh wanted to. Oh my god! To. You should have strapped it to your body like a baby Bjorn. Oh god! And just like eating its head. <laughs> uh, they had a garden center. Did I tell you that? Yeah, we love a garden center. Yeah, there's no... I never see garden centers at Costco's. They are in Canada, but you're right. Not here. Never here. Hmm. It was uh, quite a sight. Even the lighting was better. And yeah, there's no booze, but there was just more product. There was just more. It was just... Everything looked new. But it was way... It was crazy busy. It was like a Friday. It was insanely busy. Hmm. So then after I was like, I'm going to go to Joey, which is this... You used to work at a Joey. I used to work at Joey. It's like Earl's or it's like... I don't know. It's it's up there. It's like the keg It's like a little... It's like a junior keg. It's like the keg, but not as fancy. Better lit. Kind of. Kind of. It's the keg, but more than just steak. Yeah. And, and I, but it's, it's not that they're known for steak. Anyway, continue. But I got in there and I'm like, I'm going to treat myself to a nice, healthy little lunch. Got a chicken teriyaki bowl, sat at the bar, got a nice beer. But I looked down at my legs. The dirtiest legs. Because I, I blazed a trail through the woods. Twigs and I had bugs. I Did found you a, find a tick on I you? found a tick on my leg. No. Like a deer tick. And I've never seen one of those in real life. It, it looked like a like a scorpion or it had like these horns. And I, I grabbed it off my leg and it was in my hand. I went, oh, and I, I tried to flick it off. No, you have to squish it because then it'll go to someone else. Well, uh. I, I smashed it on the ground. Okay, yeah. good. But in this busy Joey... I walk in with the dirtiest the leg, tick wipe man. a bunch of bugs off me, and then kill one on the ground. And then I had, you know those burrs? Yeah. They were stuck to my socks. So I went in Bill the bathroom, burrs? and I, I flicked these Bill Burrs off of my fucking socks. And they're like, hey, man, what are you doing? That's the worst Bill Burr impression that's ever been done. Let me try to do a Bill Burr. <laughs> uh, uh, I 
I can't. Uh, I can't. I can't. What is he talking? Listen. You know, you know, Trump's not bad. No, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. He's actually the, a very nice man, and um, we're just doing terrible impressions of him. And no, I think it's just funny that sometimes when he does bits, he he starts it. It's, he's, he tries to be polarizing. It's polarizing. Like there's there's one time we saw him, and he's like, hey, I think Trump's okay, and the whole crowd's like, whoa. He's like, actually. I think his hotel's okay. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you just like go with him on that journey. I'm like, I will never be that style of comedian. No. I'm always like, can you like me right now and forever? I've become sassier on stage. Yeah. I feel a little bit more like, and I feel like it's working for me more because before when I'm all like asking questions and do you like me? It's like, they're like, oh, you're weak. But now I, well, like, especially last night at the comedy store. I went on stage with the confidence of a thousand men. Of a thousand Rob Schneiders. <laughs> <laughs> I have the confidence of 800 Rob Schneiders. Also, you were wearing like a cape. I, of course, I was not wearing a cape. I was wearing like a long billowy cardigan. And, I think um, the billowing helped. Justin Martindale. Because um, it was... So the show... We haven't gotten any segments yet. Um, but the show was... It was a development spot at the comedy store. So with development spots, like we said, you show up. You usually do five minutes at the beginning of the show. Um, blah 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 you leave but this was like a specific show and I got there and the booker was like why are you here I'm like I'm a development spot anyway long story short I do my set and Justin Martindale was like you look like a, like a rich white woman who owns property in Joshua, Joshua Tree. Tree and I'm yeah. like oh, thank you're you you're flipping houses in Palm Springs yeah, it was flipping houses so accurate it was extremely accurate because yeah I, I, again I will post the picture on Instagram so you guys uh, can see but it was just it was one of those shows where Again, they're like, okay, you only have five minutes. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do in five minutes? And yeah, I don't know. They were a hot crowd. They were fun. I brought back a joke that I probably haven't said out loud in like six, seven years. Yeah, it was exciting to hear it again. And it did have a new a newness to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, you didn't, because I almost forgot how you said it. Me too. <laughs> and... Then hearing it, especially down here, it's. For, I think it might be one of the first times I've heard it in the states. I used to say it in Canada all the yeah. time. Yeah, and, and it, it's you know. it's about the Toronto Blue Jays, and when, and I'm like, well, it is baseball season now. Tis, no. tis the season to be to baseball. To baseball. Yeah. So it was it was just quite nice, and I'm like, yeah, Julia, I wish I could just harness this fucking confidence all the damn time. Yeah. Um, Alas, we cannot. But what we can do is make ourselves feel warm and fuzzy. Let's start with our first segment, Warm and Fuzzy. Sure. I mean, that technically counted as a warm and fuzzy. It was warm and fuzzy, but I, I have would, another one. So I would like to first. say that that's part of my warm and fuzzy <gasps> was uh, seeing you at the comedy store doing just killing it. That's I so nice. I think that's been a warm and fuzzy in the back in the past, but it's it was just very nice. It was just very nice. And we were with our friend Amanda Clapham as yep. previously mentioned and just especially bringing somebody to a comedy show because it's always a half a nightmare because you're like what if it sucks what if, oh, it, yeah. what if there's no crowd what if I suck and then bring somebody and then you are like the best on the show and then you're just like sloshing around <laughs> wine on the patio and just having a, a grand old time and it was very just very nice it to was see. nice especially because yeah i'm like it's just a development spot and i told because she lives in west hollywood and she's like tell me when you're at the comedy store i'm like okay i am but it's just a development spot i almost told her like don't even bother coming because yeah. it's probably gonna be shitty um but then we went oh my god oh my god is this gonna be my it can't be my warm and fuzzy can i do my warm and fuzzy yeah you do yours because i'm trying to think of what okay. mine is i still have to talk about my blue man group auditions and i don't think that uh, qualifies for either segment well, that'll be a recap at the end because we yeah. both have 
two kind of weird things to talk about um, in terms of like uh, possible career moves. Anyway, Maybe we have a new segment called "Well, That Was Weird" because yeah. it's not stupid. It didn't make us okay. It kind of made me feel. It kind of made me feel good and stupid. It was weird. Yeah. Well, that, or, well, that was different. We'll end with "Well, that was weird." Okay. Well, that was weird. Yeah. Okay. So right now, my my warm and fuzzy. It's sort of like a blanket uh, warm and fuzzy. But my friend Casey came to town um, and spent about uh, five nights with me while Matt was away in Winnipeg. And it was very impromptu, and I, uh, oh, fuck. How do I, <laughs> we should have done, well, that was stupid first. Anyway, we're already in this. But yeah. she was in town. It was very lovely. We had such, uh, she took me out to, like, beautiful dinners. Bakari in L.A., if you have a chance to go, go. So good. Like, wow. I ate Give so us money, well that week, and it was just really nice to have a friend in town and just spend, like, some quality time. And when Casey was in town, so everybody's obsessed with the Vanderpump rules. Everybody's obsessed with the show. Didn't even realize how heavy it was. I knew of Vanderpump rules. Yeah. Didn't really understand what it was. And it's because it's been on for like 12 years or something. It's been on forever. And then there's crossover with like Beverly, we are Housewives of Beverly Hills. I thought, I'm like, I it, it's all just too much. So I yeah. just, I think I saw one episode like six years ago. And I'm like, this is too much for me. But so much is going on now. And Casey's like, do you watch it? And we're like, no. But you know what? The first night she was here, I'm like, let's let's put something mindless on. So we put on the newest season and we plowed through like three episodes. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's, now gro- it's gross. It's like it, t- it felt like eating a bag of Doritos to yourself. Like you, every episode I finished, I was like, I feel sick. But like, I want I'm like, more. I hate these people. I feel sick. Who cares? And then I keep watching. Yeah. And because of that there's like restaurants owned by these crazy people like and they're in the show and they're in the show there's sir and pump and tom tom and swartz and sandy oh, pump is one yeah okay at least a van pump that makes pump. sense Which i thought a- pump because it's in west hollywood and it's like man pumping <laughs> <laughs> that's what i no, thought um but apparently that's shutting down anyway pump long is story short, down. Okay. we went to fucking tom tom yesterday and not that that's like warm and fuzzy but I don't know. It just, it added to the whole like West Hollywood experience of meeting up with our, our soap star friend going, having a cocktail at Tom Tom and then scooting over to the comedy store and having a, it was just such like, it was a weird, we told our, our, my, my friend Eddie De La Sepe is his show was uh, on Wednesdays as well. He's like, come stop by. He's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, well, uh, our British soap star friend, uh, we're meeting her at a Vanderpump bar for drinks and going to the comedy store. He's like, who are you? He's like, that's more LA than I've ever been. I know this is very unlike us, but it was just, it was a nice time. So very, not that Casey made us watch or introduce, but it was really nice that Casey sort of like, it was a perfect storm of like, everybody's like, you have to watch it. All the scandals that are going on right now with this season. Also where I take improv um, at UCB, there's Swartz and Sandy's had just opened. I'm like, what is that? And I looked it up. I'm like, I had no idea it had anything to do with the show. So it's like the universe was telling us to watch the show. And now we are. And uh, you know what? It just kind of made me feel warm and fuzzy to do something so fucking like shitty and basic in yeah. L.A. I'm casually watching it, first of all. I, I like I will aggressively watch when something juicy is happening. But yeah. I'll sit on the couch and play Zelda on my little switch. And and then Tom Sandoval will show up on the screen and I'll look at him and go, I want to punch him so bad. I'd love for that my fist to feel that man's face. <laughs> <laughs> 
They are all very punchable. They're and very the only punchable. person I like is Ariana. The show should be called The Punchables. Yeah, it should be called The Punchables. Uh, did you pack your Punchables? Um, that's uh, something about Lunchables. <laughs> I get it. Um, Matt, what's your warm and fuzzy? Uh, well, I mean, that's a small warm and fuzzy is... Uh, I know I mention video games every now and then, but the new Zelda came out. And oh, let me tell God. you, it is an absolute masterpiece. Uh, that is a uh, video game franchise that will be near and dear to my heart. Every Zelda that comes out is just a pure nostalgic ride. And the mechanics in this one are just beyond my expectations. And every as I play it, it just really takes me out. It's, it's a nice something to uh, keep me busy, a little uh, side project and... Uh, all the familiar sounds and uh, lights and noises that I recognize from my childhood and just makes me feel great. Well, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice and so well phrased. I, uh, <laughs> But I did feel warm and fuzzy about being at Rumors in Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very nice to have steady work like that. Yeah, We always talk about consistency in our business and being like, oh, I've got shows from Tuesday to Saturday. So... It's just waking up in that hotel and being like, well, today I am doing a show. And then I also brought all my camera equipment and my mics and everything. And I know, thank God I know how to do this. I would set up my camera, get all the audio recorded, get the video. And then I go back to my hotel room and dump it all out, get all the footage, chop it all up. I, I was like busy the whole week. That is such a gift that you know how to do that, that you learned how to do that early on. It felt nice. It felt, I felt, I'm like, I'm glad I know how to do this. It makes me feel nice. And as much as uh, comedians poo-poo on posting clips and stuff, I'm like, well, I'm, I, it's part of being busy. No, and I comedians don't like, poo-poo on, po- the comedians who poo-poo on posting clips um, are scared um, or they're annoyed by it, which rightfully so, because I am both, both of those things. Yeah. And I have... I poo-poo all the time on posting clips, but I because I know it's necessary and it sucks that we have to do it and it's, it's annoying. So that's why they poo-poo. That felt nice, but also what really felt nice was there. First of all, there uh, in Winnipeg, you know, Stag and Does in Ontario. Yes. It's like a wedding fundraiser. Yeah, what, what's it called? Win and it's Peg? called a wedding social. A wedding social in Manitoba. So there was a wedding social on the Wednesday night, and uh, there was also a big storm which will uh, come into play. And uh, so this wedding social was there. And 10 minutes into my set, the power went out. (gasps) And it was complete pitch black, except for like floodlights. And I continued the set as a profesh. Still talked into the mic like an idiot uh, because it was like a security blanket for me. But the the married couple came up after. I did like 55 minutes just in the dark no mic no yeah, power didn't they, no didn't they like shine their cell phone lights at you they, or? yeah the booker the club booker came up with his phone and shone his flashlight until his phone died and then wait audience, was he just standing right next to he you? was sitting at a table in the front row oh you know, my gosh. kneeling and he had and then other people started doing it and then so the whole front row was just a bunch of cell phone lights and it just felt nice i'm like oh this is you guys barely know who i am that's so cool though it's a, yeah. it's it's an unforgettable experience well that's what they said they came up and we they hugged me after and they're like this is so nice and yeah we're never gonna forget this it could have been a disaster but thanks for being professional everything and it just made me feel nice it made me feel good like you forget that uh, not that i forget that we're entertainers and i'm like we are that's what we do and we're we're so our i'm so focused on myself and how my set went and whatever that i'm like whatever that you often forget you're like oh yeah the experience for the audience because i know when i watch a show the little things that stand out to me 
and that for performers that are like, oh, this is so like run in the mill or whatever that I take, I'm like, it, it is, uh, yeah. it is special. Um, so yeah. Also it, it's the whole week made me just feel grateful. I was never not grateful to be doing a show, even the blackout one with no power. And that you said that ended up being one of your best ones. Um, yeah, just you get, one. You yeah, we're gonna. I'm pause. just gonna pause it so you can go change the rice. We we're cooking rice right now, and Julie's yeah. gotta change it. You won't even notice. Did you change the rice? <laughs> I did change the rice. I like that Matt said change the rice like the rice fucking shit its pants, and then I had to change the rice's diaper or something. Well, I assumed you <laughs> had to change it to a different receptacle of sorts. No, the right. So we are making a or we. I am making a masaman curry, and I'm gonna clean up. Um, sure, and. <laughs> Um, the rice takes a long time to cook. So, and I know we are going to be hungry after the podcast. So while the podcast was happening, I was cooking the rice and then I, to, I had to turn it off. Okay. And then it has to just sit for I a bit. I see. Mm-hmm. Well, there we have it. Yeah. So I had to change the rice from on to off. See, it was changed. Mm, yeah, sure. It was a slight changing. Anyway, it is very warm and fuzzy and I'm happy you had that experience. Um, yes. But sometimes... That's the thing. That could have been very stupid, but guess what? It wasn't stupid. It was warm and fuzzy, but sometimes things are just very stupid. So now it's time for, well, that was stupid. Well, Well, that that was stupid. stupid. This is where we talk about something stupid that happened this week, and my mind has gone blank. Um... Well, oh, let me God, jog no, your memory. I, actually, let us both talk about the stupid things okay. that have happened this week. Your stupid thing is much bigger than mine. Mine is a slightly related, All right. stupid. Things got real stupid. That's why when I was talking about my warm and fuzzy with Casey being here, I'm like, oh, I should have talked about the stupid thing first. So I pick up or we pick up my friend Casey at the airport. Matt and I get her. We have In-N-Out Burger waiting for her in the car. What what a dream, though, to get what off. What a way to land in L.A., Hop off at the plane at LAX with my dreams and my cardigan. Someone hands me a fucking burger from In-N-Out. Let's begin. You know, it's just great. Yes. So we pick her up. She has her burger. We have burgers. We're all so fucking happy. I'm like, hell yeah, it's a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day. (laughs) We get back to our place. Um, I'm like, give me your garbage. And I take everybody's garbage. I run to the back and I throw it out in like the big garbage bin. And then I'm coming back in the door and Matt's like, oh, I don't want the dog to get out. And I'm like, he's like, we should all go in together. I'm like, okay. So I'm running, I'm running and I'm wearing these like slides and we have these bricks that line our garden and my little toe just slams into a brick. And I'm go, I'm like, well, that really fucking hurt. But I was like, Oh, it hurts because I like cut it. I must have just like cut my toe or like nicked. That's what a real bad toe injury feels like. You're like, oh, it's sliced. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, sliced I just, it. I just sliced it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll just put a bandaid and you're on it. You're expecting blood. I've, I've had sh- in the shoe injuries where I'm like, my shoe is probably full of blood, but then it's just swollen instead. And you're like, yeah. Hey. So I get inside and then I'm like, I'm like, it's fine, it's fine. And then Shan's just barking at Casey. I'm like, it's fine, it's cool. I'm like, all right, this is a place. This is where. And Casey's like, sit down for a second. I'm like, no, it's fine. Then I'm like, oh God, this is bad. And I look down at my toe. I'm like, huh, there's, there's no cut. There's no nothing. And I'm like, oh, this is, oh, oh, it hurts to walk. Okay, this is bad. Ha ha ha. So show around. I'm still walking on it a bit. Then I sit down in the hammock. Um, and then I start Googling. I'm like, do you think it's broken? I'm like, I don't think it's broken. I don't think it's broken it progressively starts to like explode and get like black and blue almost immediately. It looked like Hoggle's nose from the labyrinth. I don't know what that is, but I kept saying it looked like Grimace and it's, (laughs) it did look like Grimace, Grimace some sort of troll or goblin. It it looked like a grape. It looked like a red grape. And then it got more grape like as, as uh, the day progressed. And, And then we kept being like, 
tomorrow will be better. Like I cannot stress enough that I didn't even step foot in the house. My friend arrived, didn't even get in the house, broke my fucking toe. Broke it. I've never broken a bone in my life. It's like broken. Yeah, it's clearly broken. And of, of course I'm Googling. I'm like, what should I do? And they're like, unless it's like your bone is poking out or it's like deeply like actually cut or wounded or it's bent in the wrong direction. There's nothing you could do except ice it, elevate it. Yeah, it would look really cute to have a little baby toe cast, though. But they and don't then we even could sign do it with that. little pens. I know, I but that wish. should be a thing. It'd be so cute. So we woke uh, the next. I was like, it'll be better the next day. Guess what? Next day was worse. So <laughs> like all my plans with my friend, because the whole thing, I was like, oh, we just had the wedding. Like, I, I don't want to spend a lot of money places or whatever. And I was like, yeah, we'll go hiking. We'll go to parks. We'll do all sorts of like active things that don't require yeah. money. No. Nope. We'll toe wrestle. Yeah. We'll toe wrestle. <laughs> we'll suck each other's toes. It'll be great. Oh, boy. Um. Anyway, broke my fucking toe. It has been killing. I still can't wear closed toe shoes. Yeah. It's still not looking good. and uh, It's still fat. That's what worries me. I think it will be for it, a bit. And it's hot. I have hot toe. It's very hot. It's always hot, it's the toe. It's full of blood. Yeah. And so that happened. And then um, I bashed it really badly yesterday at Tom Tom getting off the stool. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's not fun um, because still I'm I can only wear sandals still. So my toes are exposed. And then yesterday at fucking night, I'm in my PJs and I have these sort of like, I don't know, they're like a bit wider leg PJ and I'm just walking and my other toe gets caught and I trip over them and I smash my big toe and like to the point where like the nail yeah. is like indented. It looks gross. It's like you're going to lose the top of that nail basically. So something's going on with toes. And it's very stupid. And we Matt can um I can elaborate attest to that. on that. I can attest to that as well because I was uh jogging into the old studio yesterday to do a big Hollywood audition. And uh yeah, fucking my baby toe, same right foot baby yeah. toe caught the edge of your desk in there. And it's not like your desk is jutting out anyway. No. It's perfectly flush with the wall. I I I've, you do it all the time. I've almost <laughs> really hit it bad a couple times. I don't know why I'm hitting a sharp angle in that room. But the toe like wrapped around the leg of the desk and like smashed it. Um, and it was basically I'm going to lose that little tiny useless nail. The oh, useless. I lost mine years ago. I don't even think I have a nail on one of them. Yeah, it's slowly disintegrating. But it's I like it's it's crazy how the baby toe you hurt that I collapsed. Uh, well, I, I heard heap. it. I was getting out of the shower and I was just so like, much. oh, I'm like, Matt's really aggressively like playing with the dog. I thought you were like banging on the floor or something. And no. then I see the dog just laying in the living room like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? I smashed it. it. The pain went up my leg, up into my forehead and back down. Like it was such a sharp, stupid pain. It was stupid. It, it was, was very stupid. stupid. And speaking of pain into the forehead, I was on the toilet the other day oh trying to crank God. out a fucking <laughs> shit. And I like... A ruptured a fucking brain cell not a brain what is it okay you definitely ruptured something <laughs> in your brain um no you almost went full elvis on yeah. the toilet <laughs> apparently you were pushing think, too I didn't hard think i was pushing that hard and then i was like ah and then the whole day there was just this pain behind my eye this like searing headache and if i would bend over to pick something up and apparently it's called like a thunderclap headache with like when like trauma happens oh god it's also partly allergies allergies are fucked right now yeah. so our sinuses are all fucked Anyway, it's very stupid, (laughs) 
But as previously advertised, I think we will uh, end this uh, episode on a brand new segment. So keep your ears peeled, Chris Bush. Um, uh, This one's going to be called, well, that was weird. What about uh, Weird Willie? Nope, it's not Weird (laughs) Willie. Let's just call it, well, that was weird. Um, So this is something weird that happened. Um, I will lead, I guess. Yes. This is a little short one. I mean, um, back in 2019, I don't even know where I saw the post, but there was a Blue Man audition. Yeah, for the Blue Man group. I think it was on Casting Workbook or something. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? I get the call. They call me in. Um, back in 2019, I, I do it. And they're like, we would love to have you back for a callback. I'm like, okay. Then the pandemic happened and didn't happen. And then I get a, an email last week when I'm in Winnipeg. And they're like, we're doing Winni- we're doing Blue Man callbacks next week. Do you want to come? I'm free today. What the hell? It happened this morning. It was it was uh, at 10 a.m. And uh, yeah, it was weird. It was fun, of course. Uh, but it was interesting to see that whole side of that show business. Mm -hmm. Because as I was telling you, it's very like clowny. It's like clown training and improv training. And we did a bunch of exercises where you uh, can't talk or point or gesture and you just have to use your eyes. So one of the big exercises we were doing, it was like 22 of us, and was uh, they put a bunch of props and pile them together. And we had to construct this bomb, quote unquote, and then each of us came out in threes and using only our eyes had to defuse this bomb by taking four objects out of this pile. And it was hard. Yeah. It was like so hard to not like nod or shake your head or point. We so badly as humans want to gesture and um, what's, what's that when like in acting where they're like, don't indicate Yes. Like, like feel the emotion, whatever. Don't be like when you're sad, like who or like, you know, yeah. it's just, just really feel it. But it was, it, I'm grateful for the experience because it, it did feel like a free class mm-hmm. in a way because I did learn a few things. Um, I mean, I, I've gotten this note in improv as well that I, I am going for the bit or going for the laugh, which is just years of doing stand-up. Yeah. Because there was one point where we were diffusing this bomb and a bunch of uh, pipe cleaners fell on the floor. And then I did this like gesture and like like looked at them all weird. And then it got a big laugh in the room. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm killing but that's not what that the blue man is all about. No. Blue man's about being normal, His, subtle. Subtle and authentic. Subtle, and authentic and funny, which is a different style uh fully. It um it was it was an interesting experience. I did get cut, so I'm not going to be a blue man. But you said that there was 22 people there and only 6 people made it on to like the next six round. 6 people made it to tomorrow, which is going to be yeah, and more intensive. And then after that is an 8, eight week New York training mm-hmm. which you still could get cut from. Yeah. So what a it was like a non-televised reality show. Is what I felt like. Yeah. It was, <laughs> like, it was like there was no cameras. It was. Just, I wish I could have seen that. That would have been so fun. It was very interesting. In, yeah, and all the little exercises we did that were just all face, and then I just that that's the thing. Getting to know these guys very briefly that I just met, but then staring at their faces aggressively, and getting to and see because it's, it's all about eye contact and stuff like that, and like yeah. w- with stand up, that's totally something we don't really do as much because usually the lights are too bright or you need to look at a lot of people. But like when you really hone in on someone and just look and breathe, you're like, 
Oh God! The the subtles of an eyebrow or a head very tilt or it's 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 a lot. It's very interesting. So I am gonna somehow explore this. I don't know. It's very intimate of, looking in someone's eyes. It is very intimate. Yeah, and I'll, I'll never forget my first acting class with Ray Allen in Toronto. Mm-hmm. And I think you did that exercise too, where you just have to stare at somebody across from you. Yeah. And I did it, and this. Uh, older woman just started bawling her eyes out oh i would bawl all the time when i would stare people in the eyes and i <laughs> a couple people cried and i was just so stone-faced i was like oh my god oh my god and i was just like staring as someone as woman because I've you have walls been. up you're not allowing yourself yeah but there's nothing about staring at a person that makes me want to bawl my eyes out but it's just so intimate and and if like you see something there or they they almost it's almost like a reflection back so they see something they see themselves in you and then that that causes some sort of emotion in them i see you know what i think my years working at apple ruined that for me because we were told to make eye contact with our customers at the genius bar oh yeah for sure so then you're just like yeah i would be like yes i'm listening and i am listening but it's very like uh technical yeah and transactional and not like oh i want to not emotional i'm not diving into the pools of your blue eyes all right speaking of so that was weird that was weird it's very weird and by a weird there's been a lot of coincidences lately and that's why i feel something is afoot because there's a foot because we keep smashing our fucking feet and our toes um so the same week that matt had his blue man audition which typically a lot of these blue man shows are in vegas and which by the way next time we're in vegas we gotta see the blue man perform yeah, that's. I mean, that's also something I thought about because there's they actually perform everywhere, like on cruise ships and everything. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm sure I would get like the weird middle of nowhere blue man group. Yeah, because I don't think you can choose. Yeah, just playing a fucking big brown jug in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> 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 um. So Matt had that, and then th- again, this was a few years ago. I saw that they were casting for Magic Mike Live for the role of the female MC, and I think I saw it too late, and I ended up sending an email. And I never heard back from anybody. And I'm like, whatever. But I ended up following the Instagram account that's like casting Magic Mike Live. And I'm scrolling Instagram and it pops up. And I'm like, oh my God, they're looking for a new female MC because they have like a few of them. It's not like just one at all times. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking do this. Because I've seen the show a few times and I'm like, I would genuinely be so good at this. I think it'd be perfect. And so I immediately was like okay i'm doing it and usually i'm like no i'll wait i'll uh, part of me is like i'll do it tomorrow it's too late in the day i'm like no just do it so i got all my materials together sent it all over next morning i get an email being like hey julie we'd love for you to audition for this i'm like so i'm auditioning to be the female mc for magic mike live and i mean this is just i'm taking this as a win because last time i emailed didn't even get a response this time I'm auditioning. I'm I'm going over the the copy. I worked on it with you a little bit today. A lot of lines. Oh my god, it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot, but it really helps that I have seen the show. Um, and I want to put my own spin on it. And uh, yeah, so I'm gonna do the self tape tomorrow. And in a perfect world, I get a callback, and which would either they said the callbacks would either happen in L.A. or Vegas. I don't know if they're happening in Ooh. both. Um, but yeah, I I'm just at the point in my life where a I love Vegas. B, I want to be performing all the time and I, I want some sort of stability. Yeah. I want a regular gig what, because that is I'm what I'm finding really truly brings me joy. And I want to be a stay-at-home dog dad on your money. Well, I don't think it pays <laughs> that much. So you'll have helps. to find some other income. Oh, I didn't tell you this. Uh, 
speaking of like just like being a stay at home whatever um when you went to the comedy store i went to the dispensary next door because there's a, a weed dispensary mm-hmm. and take some edibles and um i was talking to the the bud tender i guess you call it yeah and they're like what are you doing in this area i'm like uh oh my wife's performing at the comedy store and they're like oh my god that's amazing i was like yeah my wife's a comedian and it was fun to talk not that i'm a comedian yeah, too yeah, yeah. And I was like, I love, I, I said, I was like, I love coming to support her when she comes to the Aww. store. And they're like, oh, that's crazy. What's your name? And I gave your info to them and everything like that. They're like, what's she been in? And I was like, Kirby Enthusiasm. She's got some comedy stuff online. And I was like, man, I kind of like this better. Oh, I like just so being nice. a support. Oh my God. Please just fucking jazz me up everywhere you I go. I jazzed you good at the dispensary. Wait, you just said Julia Comedy? I said Julia Lacquas, Julia Comedy. Yeah. Good. That's what I said. <laughs> And I was just the uh, anonymous husband that is uh, mist in the background. I'd love to be I a love when mist. you're in the mist. I am a mist. I am the mist. Speaking of mist, we're going to drift into the great abyss. Uh, that is the end of this episode. Yes. This what a fun little episode. A fun one. Yes. I am toasting. I think we might even throw the AC on. Uh, we're going to get cozy and watch some nice TV. And, and that's our evening tonight because yeah. uh, we we're ramping up for... Well, we're not really ramping up for much. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Well, next, next week, I uh, if you listen, if I have any listeners in Reno, I will be featuring at oh. the Laugh Factory from um, Thursday to Sunday. I believe Thursday is the twenty fourth of May. And we'll both be at the uh, Westside Comedy Theater this uh, Saturday in Santa Monica. Yes, we will. The eight p.m. show. Eight p.m. show. I'll be in the belly room at the Comedy Store this Saturday as well. Two shows in Los Angeles. Um, also, uh, yeah, I'll be Matt, on. Oh yeah, what? Sorry, I'll be on tour with Randy Feltface uh, starting June fifth. Yeah, no, eleventh. And on that note, Matt, where can they find you online? Matt O'Brien on Instagram, and the rest does not matter. And you can follow me, Julia Comedy, on Instagram. That's the most important to me. And our uh, Instagram is this what you want? Podcast. Podcast. Uh, also on Instagram, I'm gonna be posting. All the things that we talked about on the episode. Oh, thank you so much for listening. We Thanks love listening. you, and we'll 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 be recording next week, probably on Wednesday, before I, I leave to Reno. Reno. Woo. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye.